1: Welcome back to the second hour of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Well, coming up this hour, we have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Tip of the Week. But first, our theme today is Rescuing the Second Amendment from Culture Thieves. And our guest this hour is Lou Ann Hamblin. Luann proudly served in the law enforcement profession for 22 years before retiring. Ann has had many roles during her law enforcement career to include uniform patrol, bike patrol, undercover narcotics and prostitution operations, and a temporary assignment with a DEA task force. She holds a master's degree in human performance technology and instructional design from the University of Michigan, and for the last 20 years, Luann has specialized in training female officers and is a certified firearms and defensive tactics instructor in a variety of disciplines. Luann conceptualized the nationally recognized Building Warrior Women training event for women in public safety and has been publicized as the finest Leadership and Survival Skills Training for Female Officers in the United States. We are honored to have you on the show today, Miss Luann. Thank you, Cheryl. I'm so excited to bring you on and talk about this whole idea of of your company, Luca, uh, tactical training, and also this idea of building warrior women. Can you kind of talk about where did that come from? How did that come into being?
2: Well, um, My business partner and I were uh, teaching female-specific survival skills training back in the 90s. We were both employed by H&K in their international training division. And we found that by delivering those types of classes, female only, with female cadre, there was a certain dynamic and energy, if you will, that we experienced there that we didn't in the other classes that we taught. So we, we sort of wanted to build on that by... Um, introducing a leadership component also for women in law enforcement, which was, you know, is needed drastically. So it sort of evolved uh, over the years, and uh, we added additional instructors with additional skill sets, and um, it's been very, very successful. And I think for a lot of women in law enforcement, uh, it's extremely fun for them. Uh, They're engaged. There's a lot of problem solving as well as uh, collaboration, and they get a chance to train with one another, which, as a gender minority, you know, is uh, is important. So, um, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with it over the years. Building warrior women, and certainly, is uh, philosophical, not occupational. So, we've had some interest in the private citizen and those concepts and delivering that type of training as well.
1: Well, absolutely. And when you came into uh, the field of law enforcement. It you were even more of a minority. Females were, I believe, than than even today. Right,
2: <laughs> nineteen ninety. I think there were still black and white TVs back then, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, and since yeah, we, handwritten reports, absolutely. Oh,
1: yep. and since then, I mean, even the firearms that you used, and and even probably the clothing and everything else was very much geared for. Men's uh, physiques, right?
2: Yeah, one size fits all, uh, and you had to adapt and overcome uh, the physicality of handling an 870 uh, pump-action shotgun is just an example. There were no short stocks, there were no collapsible stocks. You had to, you had to make it happen. So uh, there was definitely a lot of creativity and and, uh, and just to be able to, uh, you know, get by with a minimum standard, which. Uh, we're not a big fan of, but for a lot of women, you know, just to be able to get by. And so a lot of things have changed. The industry has an answered to the call, and I think a lot of that is driven by uh, the civilian market, uh, clothing as well. Um, so we've come a long way, baby, I guess you could
1: say. Well, absolutely. And, you know, even when you talk about the, the shotgun itself, you know, it's not just a matter of, like, comfort and can my arms reach and all that. It's about safety because the more control you have the more it the firearm fits your hand or your you know the length of your arms the more control you have the safer you are right
2: right and more comfortable you are and the less uh chance you have of having that particular firearm taken away from you and that's a a huge factor for law enforcement and private citizens as well as being able to retain that that uh, piece of equipment or that uh instrument or firearm however you want to describe it
1: Absolutely. Now talk about your, because this is even a trademarked um, phrase here, right? The building warrior women. Talk about that.
2: Well, again, it's um, philosophical and has really nothing to do with what people do for a living. Um, it really personifies uh, my understanding of my mother and my, my heritage on my mother's side, uh, Native American. Side of the house. Um, I think for a lot of women, sort of like Harley Davidson. The question is, if you have to ask, you know, uh, then you might not understand. When you say warrior women in our culture and law enforcement, they get it. Mm -hmm. Um, Initially, I wrote a a passage for my mother when we we spent quite a bit of time in the hospital with with some of her illnesses, and uh, I was inspired to write this and send it to some of my girlfriends who were not involved in law enforcement. And um, a couple of them understood it, uh, gravitated towards it, um, appreciated what it said, what it meant. And then I had one who um, didn't understand it at all. And so um, this individual, and I, I tease her because she was a, a, did some runway model work and some other things. I said, you've never had to fight over a parking spot much less anything else. Of course, she don't <laughs> understand it. You know, you're, you're beautiful, you're, right. you know... Doors just fly so you,
1: open for her, even if she right. didn't want to walk in, right?
2: Right. Mm. Married well, you know, you, you, everything has always fallen into place. She's never been discriminated against anyway, so, you know, that's what happens when you're five foot, ten, you know, blonde and blue, I guess. I don't know, I can't relate to that, but...
1: Yeah, so, me neither. <sighs> I can. When
2: you tell the story...
0: <laughs> yeah. When Dan. you, when you uh,
2: tell the story of how these two different women uh, or two different groups of women responded in, in two different ways. I mean, I think it, it uh, you know, it illustrates uh, what some women, you know, just the difference. And so women in law enforcement, women in military, women that represent the public safety, um, you know, profession, they understand it and they understand the value of resiliency and, and all the words that we like to use that uh, uh, describe warrior women.
1: Well, and, and on a similar thought process, so when you say a warrior woman, that doesn't mean, because Dan was making a joke off the air, he's like, so should I be afraid of warrior women? And I'm thinking, well, maybe only, you know, should men be afraid of warrior women? Only if they're bad men trying to do something, right? And so being a warrior woman doesn't mean you're out picking fights. It means you're able to protect yourself from I th- a fight.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a spirit, it's a value system, it's preparedness. It's, um, I don't think it's necessarily about the fight itself, but certainly, um, you know, when you look at uh, my mother, for example, she's the sweetest, little, kindest, you know, 84-year-old woman you could possibly meet, Southern gal, um, and, you know, wouldn't hurt a flea unless someone crosses one of her children. mm and right. she becomes a different person. And I think for a lot of women who have taken to the gun, for whatever reason, not necessarily fear-based, but just an awareness-based that our culture is changing and we need to kind of change along with it and, and make some adjustments, um, or if they're into the sport or hunting or whatever that might be, um, there is an inner lioness or mother wolf um, that exists in all of us, I think. It's a quality. And that mother wolf is prepared to take a life as much as she is prepared to save one. Mm -hmm. So when we go to drastic measures, when we go to maybe that, you know, maybe it will never happen to anyone, but it's just the idea that um, I'm prepared to to take care of people who cannot take care of themselves. Mm. So regardless of what you do for a living, I think that exists in all women. And so uh, I think they identify with that. And I think more women are floating in that direction of understanding the warrior spirit Mm -hmm. and preparing themselves to to handle life's challenges um, than, than maybe women in law enforcement. We sign up for it, you know, we sign up for roles and responsibilities of more I, I find myself in the company of uh, private citizens, the more I think it exists there in a, in a greater, uh, I guess, greater percentage, if you will.
1: Absolutely. 100%. And I, I love just listening to how you describe that. What I kept picturing was like this balance. You know, because in, in mainstream media these days, it seems like you've got to be pigeonholed. It's like such lazy ways of writing and presenting things because they want either, you know, the, the pure white hat or the pure black hat. You know, something's all good or something's all evil. And you're talking about a balance. This, this building a warrior woman, you're saying you're prepared to take a life if that is needed for protection of another life or you're prepared to save a life. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is such a, a beautiful balance and such an unusual thing for people to think about these days. It takes a little extra step of, of engaging your brain that I think we've just become so lazy that we just want to think, well, a warrior woman sounds like you know somebody that's going to go attack people. And you're saying not at all. It's a mindset of preparedness, right? Right.
2: Situational awareness and, and knowing your abilities. Uh, And through training, you learn what your abilities are. And I think that's for us. Um, You know, that's one of our primary goals is preparing people. um, It's it's, it's no different than law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Um, Determining what public uh, or personal safety is, what your personal safety thresholds are, uh, what needs to be violated in in, in order for you to protect yourself and train your mind and body for everyday safety challenges. And we want people, uh, as a goal in the classes, whether they're a private citizen or law enforcement, is to promote comfort with that firearm uh, or with their personal uh, defense weapons or systems, whatever those might be, if they're into a martial art, to promote comfort and competency Mm. in handling those.
1: Okay, hold that thought. We've got to run to commercial, but we got much more to talk about with Miss Lou Ann Hamblin right after this break.
3: When the smartest audience in Talk Radio turns 960 the Patriot on every day, good things happen listeners are informed and entertained not only that the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners if you run a business please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles the patriot listener visit 960thepatriot.com or call heath garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today for straight shooting look to the biggest little gun shop in the west Azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. And when you go, tell them Old Oadcon sent you.
4: Come in for AZ Firearms, huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Kid, this facility is like a ship. So how do I keep us on course without micromanaging every detail? Easy, with Granger. Granger's online tools help give me the visibility I need. I can shop, order, and manage all our activity. Oversee purchases, control costs, Oh while well, you guys get to order what you need when you need it. I run a tight ship kid, I run it with Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Learn more at Granger.com slash online purchasing. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Before you buy a TV, you check with Consumer Reports. Before you hire a company, you check with the Better Business Bureau. So before you hire an attorney, go to azbar.org. azbar.org has lots of great information, things you need to know before you hire an attorney, and what to do if something goes wrong. Also, our Find a Lawyer section can help you find someone in your area who understands your legal need. It's all at azbar.org, the State Bar of Arizona, serving the public, enhancing the legal profession. Sponsored by the State Bar of Arizona, aired in cooperation with the Arizona
3: Broadcasters Association and this station. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your Collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I 10 and Dysart Road in historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. Potofgoldestate.com. So, you know, I'm a dog and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them, but I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek.
0: A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org.
5: The following program has been pre-recorded.
6: Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform, sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. We have Lou Ann Hamblin. She's the founder of LUCA Tactical Training. Lou Ann, first of all, I'd like to thank you for your 22 years of service in law enforcement. That's awesome. And then now you're continuing that by training people who are not in law enforcement. And that brings a question that I have there's some law enforcement people that don't think that civilians should be trained while there's others that like yourself that think that they should have training. And I totally agree with it because the police can't always be there first. Right. Right. Right.
2: Yes, sir. Well, um, I started my career in 1990 and at that time I worked just outside the city of Detroit, uh, there were only two types of people who carried firearms on the street, cops and criminals.
5: Mm. There were very
2: few CCW holders or concealed carry holders. Now, fast forward 25 years, it's not as uncommon, including open carry. So I can tell you that uh, a couple of years ago, uh, a private citizen attempted to uh, end what would have been an active shooter situation in a Walmart out in Las Vegas. And his private citizen stepped up, took a leadership role, unfortunately uh, ended in the ending result of that his life was taken. No. Mm. But I think you're going to see more of that um, as, as we experience this paradigm shift in carrying uh, concealed uh, has become much more popular. People would ask me when I was still on the job, hey, I'm thinking about buying a gun. What do you think? And I would typically respond with, yeah, in fact, buy 2 they're small. <laughs> you know so you know, while, while you still can get it because I might need your help there, brother at some point I I became more receptive to people arming themselves in a responsible way uh, and again comfortable and, and confident through training
6: well um, first of all I said thank you for your service I had no idea it was in Detroit so you get double that double
1: thanks double thank you
6: <laughs> but you know size of- <laughs> I, I know a lot of police officers and I think they have the same uh, mind frame that you do that, you know, they need help too. They, they can't solve everything and, and prevent uh, a crime, especially if they're not there. So having us as first defense could save a catastrophe. Agreed. So. Agreed.
2: I've seen both men and women as a, as a, as a culture really mature and they drive the industry in terms of firearms, holster design equipment. Even in the last 10 years, uh, more women representing the, the private sector who purchase firearms. Everybody knows that, uh, more so than law enforcement, females in law enforcement. And I don't think it's a fad. I certainly recognize the amount of women that were uh, clearly business uh, decision makers with the SHOT Show here that she in 2016. So. Um, culture is growing and it's maturing and that's good
1: for everyone i think you know i love to hear you say that and i do feel hopeful uh for our you know our daughter's 26 our granddaughter is a year and a half and we are always thinking about their generation you know what's gonna what's it going to be like for them are we preserving the rights for them are we preserving the culture that makes it okay to believe however you believe or are we you know giving too much up to you know the PC crowd and the culture police and that sort of thing and and hearing you say that you think that you witnessed a maturing gives me hope <laughs> so um, you know there's this whole thing out there with the is this Michael Bloomberg and he's got his uh, every town for gun safety which is really a, a rights restriction group and then there's this faction of it called the the moms, against guns or something. I always forget the name of them. Um, and so that would say that women should say it, that anything having to do with self-protection or guns is a bad thing. And here you are stepping up to say that, you know, you're building warrior women. So how, where's that tension lie? I think when, when you, there's
2: a there's a book out there that, that I believe the title is What, what a Cop Knows. And I think when you have a career where you're taking police reports of victims of crimes, um, assault crimes and breaking and entering crimes and all those types of things, when you know that those types of things happen, where they happen, how they happen, who they happen to, you have a different, have a different view on things. When you know officers that have been shot and killed in the line of duty and, you know, Those types of things, you just can't ignore um, crime. You can't. And criminals, you know, they don't don't pay attention to the rules, And that's why they get the label that they get. And I just, um, I think people are naive. And pay attention to what's going on in Canada. Okay. Pay attention to what's going on in Germany. Okay. Pay attention to what we're going to see uh, in the next, let's just, Let's say ten years, and I'm not getting any younger.
1: Me neither. And,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> so and we don't want to. We don't want our knowledge and our skills to perish with us. We want to pass those along, right? That's the point.
2: The point is, you know, if you have a choice, if you're in a position of influence, if you have a platform, uh, as far as the women are concerned, um, you know, raise your daughters to be warrior women independent, strong-minded, educated, physically active, aware of dangers, prepared to, to uh, take a position to protect themselves. There are very, you know, so many more women that are single moms and in, in homes now and oftentimes working two jobs outside of their work, uh, you know, communities and trailer park communities that that I patrolled, and a lot of these women, my heart just went out to them because they're not home during the day because they're working or going to school, and they're not home at night because they're working or going to school, and the oldest, you know, child is taking care of the, you know, the younger ones, and I just saw that a lot, and I thought, gosh, you know, that's got to be the hardest job in America right now is being a single mom trying to raise kids on her own and still trying to to improve herself and set a good example and do all those things. And so with fewer uh, male figures in the home now than when we were growing up, my mom and dad were married over 50 years, Mm -hmm. um, it's just a changing culture uh, internally. But now we're having other things being uh, forced upon us as a society, as Americans, and you don't have to go much further than... Minneapolis, San Francisco, some of these other major metropolitan areas to know what I'm talking about. And, you know, it is political. Um, Everything is. So I just think that um, raising our daughters, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's through uh, social organizations or uh, Girls on the Run type programs or Girl Scouts of America, whatever that is, you know, build warrior women. You have an option.
1: Absolutely, no. and uh, we've got to run to break again. But we're going to come back with Luann Hamblin of Luca Tactical Training, where she focuses on building warrior women. And just to to clarify, when we said Canada and Germany, you're talking about when women are just being attacked in the streets, and are they prepared? Were they prepared to defend themselves and and act as a warrior woman? And and We're thinking probably not, because there is this culture that uh, is more uh, collective-minded instead of individual-minded in those places. And in America, we want to preserve that individualism and build warrior women. Stick around through the commercial. We've got more right after this.
3: Hi, folks. I'm Don Carter. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too.
4: Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms Huge Gun Buying Event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona.
5: Announcing Second Amendment Bumper Stickers.com's first buy one, get one free sale this weekend when you buy one bumper sticker, we'll send a second, free. Reagan's quote, government is the problem, is now buy one and get one free. Franklin's quote, those willing to sacrifice liberty for security deserve neither, is now buy one and get a second one free. Without the Second Amendment, there is no First Amendment. Buy one and we'll send a second one for free. Bumper stickers make great gifts, are inexpensive, and shipping is always free. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is freedom. Isn't that the truth? All our great bumper stickers are buy one, get one free this weekend. Please go to secondamendmentbumperstickers.com, make your purchase, and we'll guarantee we'll double that order for free. That's secondamendmentbumperstickers.com, all spelled out secondamendmentbumperstickers.com.
2: Why does your child need an Arizona identification card?
1: Because more than 2,000 children are reported missing every day. With an Arizona ID card, law enforcement can respond even faster during an Amber Alert. It also protects children against identity theft. Get your child an Arizona ID card at any Motor Vehicle Division office. Learn more at azdot.gov childid. Sponsored by ADOT in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station.
3: Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the
7: Breathe Easies.
5: Come on and clean up the mold.
3: This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more breathe easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council.
5: The following program has been pre-recorded.
1: Thank you for sticking around with us today. You are listening to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And we are here with Lou Ann Hamlin. And we just have a few more minutes together. So as we finish up our talk today on rescuing the Second Amendment from culture thieves, what, Luann, do you see as the most important way to positively impact our culture and fight back against these elites uh, who would have us be weak and dependent?
2: I think a lot of the things that I've, I've seen to this point I really agree with, and I think that's one of the primary reasons that I agreed to have this discussion over the air, is um, we are a smart, <clears throat> gun-owning culture, um, not just... Uh, you know, through the guidance of the NRA, I, of course, I really like a lot of the programs that they have now compared to, you know, just a few years ago. They're really uh, picking up steam. Um, I think that it's important for us to continue to have uh, healthy and courageous conversations about how things are changing around us and in, in the United States um, and not, not uh, shy away from, from this battle, and it is a battle. Uh,
1: well, absolutely. I, I, Go ahead.
2: Well, you know, this the issue of of carrying and training, and and really uh, being a, a force multiplier, and having strong opinions, and all all those things matter. They're going to matter. The elites. I, I'm a crop farmer's kid. Um, I'm pretty sure I don't have a lot in common with a lot of the, um, the Washington folk. <laughs> um, But um, I think there's more of us than there are them. And so we just need to keep pushing forward and uh, uh, maintaining ground. And then, you know, when the opportunity hits, there are unfortunate incidents, depending on how they're uh, spun, rather. We can leverage those incidents and, and, uh, uh, you know, it's just it's been a battle. It'll continue to be a battle. But, uh, again, just um, we need to be marathon runners, you know.
1: I agree. And you've put your money where your mouth is because you've created Luca Tactical Training, and you teach real women how to really protect themselves. So tell us a little bit about that and how people can find your classes.
2: Well, um, we have a website, uh, obviously, um, www.lucatactical.com. And, um, While the majority of our law enforcement classes are canned or um, the curriculum is set, uh, what's nice about having half of a master's degree in instructional design, we can take advantage of academic freedom and we prefer to design civilian classes or private uh, citizen classes based on what people are most interested in. And so we can do that. Uh, Many folks are ready to take their say pistol handling and shooting handling skills, or shooting skills rather up to the next level, and they're interested in more tactical application, close quarter work, combatants, movement in and around vehicles, scenario-based training, uh, including marking cartridges. So we can take into consideration their budget, their training environment, and what we can typically accomplish in a two-day period. So most of the work is is, um, custom, and people are interested in that relative to their work, home, and play environments and their lifestyle. So uh, we do an instructional analysis and cap the class usually at 16, depending on what the facilities can accommodate. We'll come to you. I know that you've got the Ben Avery over in your backyard, and that's a fantastic place to train. Mm -hmm. Um, And So we like that it's more of a boutique-ish and personal custom approach to training. Um, People get exactly what they want because they're intru- they're actually involved in the design of the class. So it's a lot of fun. Um and the Building Warrior Women classes are always the best. In fact um, one of the last ones that we did was like part of an entire bachelorette
1: weekend. So, oh fun.
2: Yeah, we were just uh, we played a role in the, in a three day weekend. So it was yeah it was a lot it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I love that. And so clearly you do travel the country and you hold classes in all different states. Mm-hmm. And so on your website, I'm just seeing here, Minnesota, Oregon, Florida, uh, where's the other one, New Mexico. So you guys are everywhere.
2: Yeah, They're usually the civilian stuff, the, we don't uh, post that on the website. They're usually, like I said, private, uh, custom, boutique-ish type of training. But that could change in the future. Just like I said, we're getting more and more uh, interest in that. So uh-huh. we can do some things that a lot of people can't, and I think that's
1: that's what draws the attention to it. That's awesome. Well, Lou, thank you so much for being here with us today. Everybody check out lucatactical.com and get some of that personalized training that we've been talking about today with Miss Lou Ann Hamblin. Thank you again for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, stick around. We still have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Tip of the Week right after this.
3: Bill Bennett doesn't agree with the president's view of Islam. Whoever wants to enter paradise, the Prophet Muhammad taught, let him treat people the way he would love to be treated.
4: The problem is that uh,
3: when people go around killing all these uh, innocent people, they do this Allahu Akbar thing and um, praise Allah. That's that's the problem. And I did think that Islam did not mean peace. I thought it meant submission. Weekday mornings at 4, right before Mike Gallagher at 7, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot.
8: Is your driveway, pool, deck, patio, or sidewalk old and cracked? Save money and don't tear it out. Cover it with Enviro Rubber Paving. Poured in place and proven over 15 years to provide a cooler, strong, durable, and safe surface for parking, walking, playing, and even running. Enviro Rubber Paving can solve your broken concrete and asphalt problems in just one day. Call 1-800-919-5945 or visit Enviropaving.com. That's 1-800-919-5945 or click Enviropaving.com. Franchise is now available in the Phoenix area.
7: This is Dan Marley, head coach of Grand Canyon University, inviting you to join the voice of the Lopes, Michael Potter, for an exciting season of Antelope basketball. That's right, Dan, and your Lopes are in the home
4: stretch of the season and on the road to face Bakersfield tonight. GCU is looking to sweep the season series with the Roadrunners for the third year in a row. The tips at 8? Join me and the coach, Dan Nichols, for the Antelope pregame show at 745. The Lopes and the Roadrunners tonight on our sister station, Family Values Radio 1010. You won't want to miss a moment of the action. Lopes
5: up.
3: When you're working hard to beat debt, you gotta think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea, sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners Dan and Cheryl Todd have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns coins and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright or you can consign them to their twice a month online auction. Pot of Gold's nation Nationwide Online Auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com.
8: Is your driveway, pool, deck, patio, or sidewalk old and cracked? Save money and don't tear it out. Cover it with Enviro Rubber Paving. Poured in place and proven over 15 years to provide a cooler, strong, durable, and safe surface for parking, walking, playing, and even running. Enviro Rubber Paving can solve your broken concrete and asphalt problems in just one day. Call 1-800-919-5945 or visit Enviropaving.com. That's 1-800-919-5945 or click Enviropaving.com. Franchise is now available in the Phoenix area. The following program has
5: been pre-recorded.
1: Welcome back, and thanks for sticking around for Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, Dan, I think we had an interesting discussion today about rescuing the Second Amendment away from the culture thieves.
6: It uh, put a whole new meaning to it to me. I just, I'm just, i just overwhelmed with our first guest, especially how he, an uh, Australian citizen that comes here and just loves everything that we have.
1: Well, and I think we get such an an idea in our minds that, you know, like I was talking with Luann, uh, that, that everything has to be pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. Everything's either all good or it's all bad. You know, right now we've got so many of our first responders that the media is sort of painting as, you know, this negative uh, force in society rather than being the, the lifesavers that they are, the protectors that they are. And sure, there's a, a bad one in the bunch here and there. But tell me what group there isn't that. Right. Um, and it's, it's,
6: it's embarrassing that our government is treating law enforcement the way that they're treating and the people. Because yeah. when they need somebody, they mm-hmm. depend on them. But when they, And then they even uh, ridicule them when they do that. Mm-hmm.
1: So And they do it wrong. There's no right. possible way to do it right. Well, um, an interesting thing that uh, you and I were kind of talking about off the air is that there was that horrible attack in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a, a group there. There was a, a, a band playing. It was an American band, actually. Eagles of Death Metal. With Jesse Hughes. So that was the name of the, the band was Eagles of Death Metal. Right. And Jesse Hughes weird. was the... I, <laughs> well, it's not our style of music, so it sounds weird to us, but I'm sure it's good. Uh, I'm sure they have a lot of fans. But um, so you would think that, you know, his band was in this venue and how many people got killed there? Eighty-nine people were killed in that. And so you would think that he would be one to step up and say, guns are bad, right? No, but in fact,
6: um, when they asked him about gun control, he said that all should be armed. Mm. Everyone should be armed. And that the only way that that shouldn't be is if they could take all the guns away.
1: Like magically, there magically, was this potion that this tool no longer existed. Which
6: we know that there is not a country on this world, in this world, that doesn't have guns.
1: Some form you of a c- firearm. And
6: if not, Give me a room with a couple pieces of machinery and some metal.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: I'll make a gun. Mm-hmm. And, and there are people a lot more qualified than I am. So uh, guns are going to be with us. And as and I agree with him. If if they could completely remove them off the face of Earth, maybe. But you know, no, we can't. Yeah, that's
1: just not realistic right you know it might be ideological but not realistic so it's just interesting to to hear somebody that i think the media probably interviewed thinking well clearly he's going to blast the the gun and instead he saw the gun as if more people had had them then this maybe could less have, people would have would have, would have died, would have died. Right. and
6: and i mean think about all the t- times there's been mass shootings that if people would have been armed it could have changed that scenario and how about the ones that did change a scenario that we don't know about
1: mm-hmm. that
6: prevented a mass shooting because
1: we don't hear about we it? We don't
6: hear about it, I and mean, we don't know it would have been a mass shooting because mm-hmm. we stopped it before it became one. Mm-hmm. And the, the guy that you shot to protect everyone isn't talking.
1: Exactly. Well and our responsibly armed citizen report today kind of takes up with that theme.
0: Fight's a never ending battle for truth. Justice and the American Way.
1: So, we have a little different take on a responsibly armed citizen report today. The clip we're going to play is actually from the 1990s. So, this event happened over 20 years ago, and it's uh, the the Luby's cafeteria massacre in Texas. Some of our, our new gun owners, some of our younger listeners maybe weren't even aware that this happened, but You'll, you'll hear it kind of spelled out when I play the clip in a minute. But um, so it happened 20 years ago and when you listen, the topics that are being discussed in the clip are the exact same conversation that we're still having. They're talking about clip sizes. They're talking about if AR15s are bad. Um, Did you say clip sizes? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She uses the word clip. It, it's magazine, but she uses right. the word okay. the word clip. In, okay. in I just her. was just checking. No, you're here. right. You're right. Thanks for checking because terminology is important. Um, so the the clip of the news show that I'm about to, to play for you is from a hearing in which uh, the young woman whose voice you will hear is Dr. Susan Gratia Hupp. She's speaking to a panel of actually when you see the video on it, some very bored looking men as she's telling her story of a day when she and her parents went out for lunch. It was a beautiful, perfect, normal day. They went to a Luby's cafeteria in Killeen, Texas, and a bad guy with a gun came in and killed not only her parents, but 21 other people. And she says that she could have been that responsibly armed citizen in the room if the current laws at the time hadn't caused her to be unarmed and defenseless well, this man shot 50 people around her, including her own parents. Well,
6: wasn't there a sign at the door that said no firearms or something?
1: I would imagine I think so. there was,
6: and that's why she left her gun in her car and saw her mom and dad and several other people get killed. And they, and they say, oh, we don't need to have guns. And
1: Well, this is why it matters how you vote, and this is why we say more guns can equal less crime.
9: I was given a gun by a friend when I was 21 to carry in my purse for self-defense and I was taught how to use it. A couple of years ago, my parents and I went to a cafeteria in Texas on a bright sunny day. We weren't in a dark alley where we weren't supposed to be and as you all know the story, this madman drove his truck through the window and he began shooting. He was there to simply shoot as many people as he possibly could. Now, I'd like to make something clear. I hear all this talk about how many bullets can go in a clip. I've been there. I can tell you it doesn't matter. It takes one second to switch out a clip. You can have one bullet or a hundred bullets. It doesn't matter, guys. I've been there. He goes, dump, dump. Just like that, that's not enough time to rush a man. I promise you. When I finally realized what was occurring, I thought, I got him. And I reached for my purse. He was maybe 12 feet away. You know, is it possible my gun could have jammed? Sure. Is it possible I could have missed? Sure. But I can tell you I've hit much smaller targets at much greater distances. But then I realized that a couple of months earlier, I had made the stupidest decision of my life. I took my gun out of my purse and left it in my car because, as you well know, in the state of Texas, it's sometimes a felony offense to carry a gun in your purse. As I mentioned, I'm not really mad at the guy that did this, and I'm certainly not mad at the guns that did this. They didn't walk in there by themselves and pull their own triggers. The guy that did it was a a, a lunatic, that's like being mad at a, a rabid dog. I'm mad at my legislators for legislating me out of the right to protect myself and my family. I've been sitting here getting more and more fed up with all of this talk about these pieces of machinery having no legitimate sporting purpose, no legitimate hunting purpose. People, that is not the point of the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is not about duck hunting. And I know I'm not going to make very many friends saying this, but it's about. Our right, all of our rights to be able to protect ourselves from all the you guys up there.
6: You know, she was there. Okay? Let's take a minute to think about that. How how do you recover from that? Not being able to defend your family and other people when you are trained and have the ability to do it, but they won't let you bring the tools necessary to to solve the problem but yet the they allowed the guy to do it he he was allowed to bring a gun in cuz he chose to break the law right this is ridiculous so now when we go to a place that says no guns and we carry our guns anyway we are breaking the law but how could how could we not do that i mean seeing that happen Tell me where you wouldn't want to carry a gun, because it could happen any day.
1: Any day and anywhere, just like we were talking about Paris, you know, beautiful Paris, city of love, right? Right. So, beautiful day in Texas. So, you know, we just, we have to preserve our rights. We have to reclaim any rights that are lost. Um, But uh, I think right now it's time to switch gears and go to... Dan's tip of the week.
6: You know, we've been talking about things throughout when we started this radio station about how we can prevent um, tr- catastrophes like this happening and what we have to do to s- to save our gun rights and we have to work hard and we have to really push to, to keep our rights to, to bear arms. And today's tip of the week is, no, today... Tomorrow, Sunday, take your friends, take your neighbors, take some kids, go out and shoot. Have a good time. Just go have fun today. Help build the people around you to like guns, too, to enjoy them and see that they can also be fun. So take your friends shooting tomorrow.
1: And one of the keys to it being fun Frank Mercy likes to say this a lot. He's a, a friend and he's also a certified NRA instructor that we know. He says one of the keys to, to having fun is to have a safe environment and be a safe, responsible ambassador.
6: Right. Well, to- the people that listen to our show today know that safety is always the first concern. We need to be safe with our guns, but take, teach people. You know, I go out to the range, I take my machine guns out, and we sometimes I never get to shoot.
1: Because you're instructing.
6: I'm instructing, and I'm watching the smiles on the faces. And that's more than pulling the trigger to me, is introducing somebody to a, a vintage gun or a machine gun or something like that, um, just something different. And to see their eyes light up, please, just take the time tomorrow to go shoot.
1: I agree. And before we run, I have to give an update because I've been keeping everybody informed that I've, I've been working hard on getting fit and and getting that scale
6: to move, right? Are we? Does that mean that you know? Since we flew to DC, did we get a cheaper rate because you weigh less? <laughs> well,
1: I don't think I've lost that much weight, but I just want to encourage everybody if she that's has. something you're struggling with, to check out my friend and nurse practitioner Lilia Santa Maria Cano, of the Salud Wellness and Weight Loss Center in Avondale, Arizona, who is helping me stay back, stay on track, and get back on track. And join me in my journey down the scale. Uh, She has vitamin B12 shots with fat burner that definitely gives me energy and it's moving that stubborn fat off and away. And also, uh, she's got some uh, counseling. You know, she interacts with me every week. What's going well? What can we be doing better? And if you think you could benefit from that, please give her a call. Lilia Santamaria Cano of the Salude Wellness and Weight Loss Center at 623 633 5600. 623 633 5600. Well, it is time once again to say goodbye, Dan. What a wonderful show we've had. I want to thank our tech crew, our awesome listeners. Please keep the conversation going on our social media. Send us a contact uh, form through our website, gunfreedomradio.com. Send us a message on Facebook, Twitter. We are watching. We are listening. And until next time, pray for our nation. Pray for our leaders. Even the ones that we don't like. Especially the ones we don't like. And be good to each other. Have a great week, and God bless. And we leave you with this thought from President Reagan.
0: Our founding fathers here in this country brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advanced beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. Freedom is never more than one generation away.